pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left. Welcome to One Life Left, Thanks. Britain's favourite video game radio show. Favourite, best and only FM broadcasting one. Did we establish whether we are also Africa's favourite video game radio show? Because I know that was an open question well, left at the end of um, We can take no responses a yes, can't we? That's what we usually do. Yes, if anyone objects... Uh, please let us know at... Team at OneLifeLeft.com We will be spending the next hour uh, taking you through the week's news in video games, won't we? Yeah. That's, that's Anne's yep. job. Yeah. That's Anne's that's job. job. Uh, we'll also have the best in video game radio features. Will we? Yes. What are they? Derek Williams, back again. DW. Wika Wikiwawa, he's here. Okay. And maybe a couple more as well. We'll see how right. it goes. We're also going to be working on our math then, are we? You told me three features. Yeah. I said maybe a couple more. Well, you've already named two. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> the other two aren't good enough to add... I don't know. You're Let's right. See. Have you had a good week? I've had a brilliant week. Why is that? It's been excellent. Well, because it's only Monday okay. and very little has happened to ruin it yet. Right. Um, I, yeah, I've had a nice day at work making video games and then claiming full many, responsibility how, how many, for them. <laughs> how many have you made today, then? Uh, I don't know, in percentage terms. Yeah. I guess about... A thousandth of one percent uh, on my own efforts, factored into the length of time a video game it's, it's takes more, to make. It's more than I've achieved. Dan, what have you, you been up to? Oh, you know, just reclining. <laughs> That's what you do <laughs> That's for all everything, I do. is it? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, we're joined not, uh, by not one, but two guests today. Two guests? Yes. What? Uh, I thought it was crowded. Is that, yeah. <laughs> you should have done a head count, Anne. Yeah, well, I can't count either. Uh, oh. We've got uh, Tom Hoggins, who's the video game correspondent from The Telegraph. Hello. 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 Hi. Uh, and sat next to him is Jonathan Smith. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Jonathan. <laughs> oh. Jonathan Smith from Jonathan Smith. Jo- how are you? I'm much bigger than Tom. Aren't yes. you? Oh, Clearly. Dear. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming in. We'll be chatting to you later, I'm sure. Uh, we will do. Um, obviously, this is the penultimate episode Uh-oh. of One Life Left Season 5. What have, we, 
What have we done to get kicked off this time? <laughs> Derek. Derek. Uh, we've decided to decided to call it a day yeah. for season five, at least. Um, but as it's episode 23, uh, you would assume that people are well familiar with how we begin the show. We get new listeners sometimes, though. So maybe you should explain what we're going to do now. Right, next we're going to do the news. It's 7.05 on Monday the 25th of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Video games are totally to blame for the rise in rickets. That's according to some silly journalists. They believe the reason children lack vitamin D, one of the main causes of the bone disease, is because they chain themselves to their consoles all day and never see sunlight. If they had read the original report published in the British Medical Journal, they would have seen that video games are never mentioned and that living in the North is cited as worsening the deficiency. Sorry, the North, but it looks like you're going to have to take the hit on this one. No, that's some, that's some good research by you there, Anne. Yeah, I did yeah. research. Yeah, did well you, done. Did you speak to the authors of that report? Uh, no, but I read a blog by Tom Watson, the MP, who did. Uh, Watto. Watto. That's uh, pretty good, though. That is that is genuinely, you know, some sort of research. It's what? not just Control-C, Control-V, is the, it? The, 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 the Anne copied two stories as opposed mm-hmm. to just, just yeah, the well, one. Yeah, well, you know... Small mercies and all that. Tom, you did you see that story as you travelled? We had it on the website. Did you? Course. Evil computer games. Right. What did you? So what? So what's what's so what? What uh, stance did the Telegraph take? Neutral. Okay. Of course. Because right. we always get these stories. We report them. But sorry. <laughs> but uh, it's nothing to do with me. Right. Nick. Okay. It's the news desk. What? Ricketts isn't anything to do with you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to do. <laughs> so we've eliminated, we've eliminated one source. I go around yeah, from north Ricketts. giving people Ricketts. Okay. Uh, we had a bit of fun with this, didn't we? I we really did. enjoyed it. Was you. It, was you. Oh, it was good. Yeah. It was, it was good. funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we started trending it on was... Twitter. Well. Um, um, actually, the, the guy who did speak to the authors of the report, Nicholas yeah. Lovell, yeah. not Tom Watson, he oh, was the one who know. claimed that we were trending. We Ooh. did, we did, um, yeah, we did uh, a hashtag, didn't we? You started it in we the did, morning. Yes. Uh, it was basically a the response from uh, video games players uh, about, um, and what we wanted to do was have a bit of fun with video games titles, uh, which which could. <laughs> well, what was the hashtag games? Causes uh, rickets. Was games it? blamed for rickets. Games like blamed that, for rickets. Yes. Uh, and you can see them all there. But some highlights. Uh, so what what we wanted people to do was rename games uh, to make it imply that they do bad things to you. Um, and, uh, and some people that was his Twitter name said the God of Warts collection, mm-hmm. uh, Prince of Asperger. <laughs> I, I like that half half minute herpes. Uh, I really like braids. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for about an hour, an hour and a half, I was just sat there laughing, laughing yes. at how creative the uh, games playing population can be. Of course, if you want more japes like that, you can follow us on Twitter at www.com forward slash twi- <laughs> twitter.com slash one life left. 
The BBC is gearing up to enter the world of games again. The corporation's commercial arm, BBC Worldwide, is looking to work with developers on games for consoles, handhelds, mobiles and social networking sites. It wants to build on well-known brands like Doctor Who, Top Gear and In the Night Garden, which is a children's programme apparently. To be honest, all we really want to see is Andy Peters versus Ed the Duck, the Broom Cupboard Showdown. So, um, they were working on Spook's game, weren't they? Apparently. Recently. Yeah. And that got canned. Right? Got canned. You, you must be looking forward to the Top Gear game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, oh, I can think of jokes, but we'd possibly get in trouble for them. Go on, go on. Give it a go. No, no, no. I, but I would like... Go on. ...to do with Richard Hammond. <laughs> Try. Try, because Stuart Lee gets away with doing a really bad Richard Hammond joke. It's not um, really bad, actually. It's really good. Re- no, not like a bad one, but like a... Oh, right, mean one. Controversial one. Right. Well, people um, should just listen to that and assume that I said that. No, 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 OK. Well, let's, well, let, well, let's set, set the level, then. What's Stuart Lee said? Uh, oh, no, it's very... You know Stuart Lee's jokes. They're very... Uh, and he's a patron of this, this here radio exactly. station. So if you don't know Stuart Lee's jokes, you probably should. Right? So go on. Uh, he, he talks at great length and then talks about Richard Hammond's head rolling. Right. And that just sounds great. Like, it sounds like monkey ball. <laughs> Was that going to be your joke? Yeah. Right, Let's okay. say yes. No, come on, come on, see, what was it? So let's also talk about other... Uh, in the Night Garden? Are you looking for, did you not know what that is? I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent now, so I have to watch I it. I don't know, I've never Pickle. seen it. What's Pickle. that? Well, it's not as good as uh, Special, which is my uh, son's... Uh, f- something Special uh, is my son's favourite CBBS show. That sounds um, Which wrong. has got Justin, um, and uh, yeah, basically it's a, it's a signing... Um, TV show with Mr. Tumble on it, or what about Balamori? Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. That's just with grown-ups going around going. Ooh, Me and my son were watching. Uh, and could try- you make Dead or Alive Beach Balamori? <laughs> you could do. <laughs> uh, they've got Balamori karaoke on the internet at the moment. Me and my son oh, were enjoying no. that at the weekend. So, yeah, uh, Tom, did you you saw that that report that came from MTV, didn't it? I think BBC. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, did I you don't know what I think of it? <laughs> no, have you got any particular BBC shows you'd like to see made into a game? Know. Vicar of Dibley. Oh. What I'm sort quite of sure how that would what go? What would that be? Isn't that Blue Toad Murder Files basically? Sort of slightly creepy village, yeah. and like nobody gets murdered there. And though. like the Vicar of Dibley, you can only watch it once. Today, another politician slagging off games. This time, it's the turn of Ian Duncan Smith, who has a good-shaped head for a semi-bald man. He said that violent video games are driving children to lose their childhood and that nobody cares about the ratings on the box. He also said that alcohol is as dangerous as illegal drugs and talked a lot about Britain's broken society. Oh, Ian, it's not really that bad. You could be completely bald. A good-shaped head for a semi-bald man. Yeah, he does. Because the hair sits at just the right place and then he's got a little egg bit out the top of it. Do you think that uh, he's pleased with that? Yes, well, you know, at least I've got a good-shaped mm. head. Well, when he first lost his hair, he must have been pretty upset. And then it would probably have taken him a while to think about the good. Right. And he thought, I don't have a bad-shaped head. At least in head. this broken Britain... My you, head is, is a good shape. When you see a man, mm. does your... Do your eyes glaze over in a sort of green Terminator style and you see a wireframe and their head outline is sort of analysed? It sort of goes beep, 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 and it tells you whether it's a good shape or not? There's a green tick or a red X that... that, Steve. No, I don't... I just... (laughs) No, no, no. Try not to lose your head. (laughs) What about Simon? Well... There's it's going that way. (laughs) (laughs) It looks good, though. Yeah, it looks good. What about my head shape? Oh, no, it's all right. It's got that bit 
in the... <laughs> Well, why was this to do with video games? Uh, because Ian he Duncan said, Smith. "Oh, that guy so that doesn't bad. like." Oh, we can't go on like this. Can we get um, uh, an actual politician on? Can we get uh, who does? Who, we keep getting asked to have um, Ed Vasey on. Yeah, he yeah. does. Oh no, he does like games, doesn't he? Uh, yeah. Keith Vaz doesn't. No, yeah. he no, does not. He's up this side down, smiley face, isn't he? Keith Vaz yeah. about video games. Ooh. Ooh. Um, um, Tom Watson likes for the yeah, he's he kind of, but there's loves this, there's this parliament event going on now that, that we can't be at that Tom Watson's hosting did he invite us I got an invite to that yeah I someone so someone I. someone forwarded me the invite and it said do you want uh, do you d- uh, are you applying for a complimentary pass yeah and you had to yes. go yes or no and then underneath it said why if you are applying for a complimentary <laughs> pass why do you think you deserve one <laughs> and I thought uh, if only you put that underneath the forms where you vote. <laughs> <That's what> <laughs> <happened>. <laughs> um, well, sorry, what were you... Uh... No, I was just going to say, an update live from that, because, you know, if, if, if you're listening to this live, uh, you're not there. Um, Dan uh, Guliopius from Bastion's there said um, that he is currently there, man on stage waffling, so I'm not sure, <laughs> I'm not sure it's going down too People well People on moment. radio also waffling. Speculation has been building about the name of Sony's much-anticipated motion controller, which reports this week suggesting that, in a biblical twist, it will be called ARC. All that speculating will have to wait after Sony's official announcement that the launch of the controller will be delayed until autumn. Luckily, that gives us plenty of time to start up a sweepstake on what other funny names will be touted around. I saw someone throw a hissy fit at Uh-oh. Pat Garrett about this. No, why? And that's why Pat's moving to France. <laughs> Uh, this country's done a, broken. Uh, done a rumour story on uh, VG247.com about this, right. about the name of it. And someone, um, a reasonably big name in video game development, I believe, had... Well, uh, name them then, if you can see them on the internet. Nope, because I can't remember who it was. Okay. <laughs> uh, Phil Harrison. Replied and said, this is this sort of rumour-mongering is, is why we, you know, we don't have these huge announcements at video game conferences anymore. It's why it's all a bit underwhelming, because we already know it. And I thought, it's just the name of something, potentially. It gets them in did the they, news every week. Did they ever <laughs> say when it was coming out? You yeah, said it, was it hasn't actually. Uh, yeah, did they, they said the spring. They said it was coming out in the spring. Then they said, "Oh no, it's not coming out in the spring. It's coming out in the autumn." Uh, I'm not saying I don't believe you, Anne. But Tom, is, is, this, is this what you understood? <laughs> well, yeah, they said at E3 it's coming out. Did they? March. Time, okay. The spring. Right now, confirmed. March is the spring. Yeah, confirmed is the spring. by video games correspondent. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Uh, you looking forward to it? Yeah, I am. Whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, is, the there a na- is there a name that would put you off? Uh, yeah. That you can say on air. Natal. <laughs> um, are, you, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I done a joke about it in PSM3, in PSM3, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. I didn't read that. I read your joke in MCV, which was... No, 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 it wasn't MC3. No, that was, that was from P, uh, PSM3. Was it? Yeah. What was the joke? Uh, hoping it was being sorted out for hot coffee too. It was really oh, funny. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. really yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was really yeah. funny. It was, good, yeah. it was, it was good. really funny. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Um, are, are you looking forward to it though? Most, yeah. most importantly. No, absolutely. Okay, uh, why? Because I think it, uh, I don't know, provides lots of interesting new um, gameplay opportunities in, in the gameplay space gameplay. Right. Yeah. You can point it at things as well. Exactly. 
And finally, have you ever wondered what it'd be like to roll like Sonic? As of 13th of February, you need wonder no more when Alton Towers opens Sonic Spimble, its new Sonic-themed ride. And the fun doesn't stop there. You can also sleep with Sonic in a Sonic the Hedgehog-themed room at the Alton Towers Hotel. You have to worry about the quality of sleep you'd get on a hedgehog-themed bed. Very good. Because it's got spikes. Yes. Yeah, it probably doesn't. Uh, no. Because uh, that'd be... Bad. Mm. Uh, this is about 20 years too late. Isn't yeah, it? I was just about to say, Capture so the Sonic what? zeitgeist. Um, yeah. Also... Can you also go through the 3D monster maze? <laughs> no. Do you know what they're actually doing? What? They've already got the... Um, well, I read this on the internet, so I can't say that it's 100% true, but apparently it's an already built uh, ride, which they're just theming. Right. So if you've already been on Hang it... Hang on a minute then. So you suspect I PR suspect stunt for an old no. game, do oh, you? What? And I've fallen for it. Oh, oh. again! I bet uh, that's something we could get trending on Twitter, is video game themed... Theme, yeah, it is. Themed, Bedrooms. No. Video game themed amusement park oh. rides. Sorry. Is that it, Anne? I wasn't really paying attention. That was and finally. Oh, okay. Uh, So the news is over. It's over. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantleberry. Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Smiletron and Break Time. Oh, we've been having a right laugh whilst we have, we've been we? riffing, right laugh, yeah. riffing off the news. Listeners, you'll be pleased to know the best we could come up with was uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Roller Coaster. <laughs> and then who was it that came up with it? It was Jonathan Smith. Theme Park. The theme, theme Park. park theme park. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got any better suggestions, please do email us at team.com or you can follow us on Twitter and tweet us Simon are you monitoring our Twitter right now uh, I'm not no I'm, I'm, I'm reading a newspaper it's, it's, okay, it's, well, it, it's like an old fashioned you can Twitter. tweet at us anyway Anne can you do it this time www.twitter.com slash one life left brilliant um, but now no, I was reading the evening standard actually what, um, is that, are you trolling one of our guests <laughs> <laughs> no actually no I was just, just interested in this look Sam Leith. Do you know who that man I is? I do know Sam Leith. Who yeah. is Sam Leith? He used to be our literary editor. Right. Do we like him? Yeah. He loves his games. Well, he's, he's written a piece about this thing that's going on now. It says, Gathering of a Games Gang is the headline. Oh, oh it's alliteration. Games Gang? Yeah. Can I come? 
Oh, you know, because you're here. So he starts it off um, in capitals. That's obviously just the house style. Gamers! <laughs> Hold on. I'm taking to my hind legs at 6.30 this evening. Now, first of all, I don't like... I don't <laughs> like the word dog? gamers. No. Do you? No. We've got like a better a, word than that. We do, don't we? I like, it just seems like a really strange... You know, like, people... If you, if you enjoy... If you... What, what, if you're doing books, like, you're a reader. Yeah, watchers, yeah. Um, anyway, he I says, suppose um, you are actually a reader. He <laughs> says uh, the still seems weird. He's at uh, the Westminster Hall's Grand Committee Room, where men are waffling, as you've heard live. Uh, the title is "Taking Video Games Seriously," and I'll be joining Tom Watson, MP, a parliamentarian who does take video games seriously. A couple of other people, and anyway, uh, he says it's open to the public. Details on Mr. Watson's website. So come and be um pwned. He finishes it. <laughs> now that's I just that's hip. Is it hip? But not even no. game. No. Not even gamers. Not even a little say, bit. Say pwned, do they? Do they? Why? Why does he say taking to his hind legs? He's I don't a know. Dog. Yeah, is he a dog? <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe in his spare time. Not. So, so like obviously as a gamer, um, I, I, I read that it's great that it's in the paper and he's talking about it and stuff. But it still seemed a little bit kind of I don't know. It's still like niche. There's a picture of him here. He doesn't look like a dog. It looks very <laughs> serious for a man who walks around on all fours. He <laughs> <laughs> ah, does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, There's Brangelina. Are they splitting up? Yeah, apparently. Are they? But no, but they yeah, want to apparently. work on it for the sake of the kids. Right. Yeah. Sake of the money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I thought that was a strange a strange way to, 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 to frame it uh, in a newspaper. Tom, would you say that's the right thing to do? If you're trying to appeal to gamers. Gamers. If you're trying to appeal to gamers, no. If you're trying to get they them read along. the standard? Well, I, I'm, I'm a gamer. They the Telegraph, don't they? They do, yes. Do they? Do they? How many gamers read the Telegraph? Twelve. All of them. All didn't, all you, of them. didn't you, um, you were the first with the Modern Warfare 2 review, weren't you? No. Were you? No, we weren't. We <laughs> you, won't get in trouble with Activision for that You either. went early, didn't we you? We did go early. Did you? Only because the Times did. Did oh, they? Oh, and did. if it's all right to them, it's I'll blame them. We all, right. you know, oh, well, I certainly read a newspaper and you think they're all grown up, but it sounds like you're just school children. Please, Mr. Times have gone, <laughs> we're going to put, oh, they no, did the Times did it first, and the Guardian did it, and then we were like, we're not having this. Straight, Straight up. up. Straight <laughs> up. Uh, so you're the video games correspondent. Yeah. A title I made up for myself. It's a very Just good title. Just to sound, you know, important. Are you certain? And official. Yeah. If you got to make it up yourself, you could have gone more King important. King of games. King of games. <laughs> yeah. Um, games guru. And, and so how many of you on the Telegraph look after the games coverage? Uh, there are a grand total of two of us, with a couple of other contributors. Right. Contributors. And is it, is it something that you, that's taken seriously by, by the Telegraph? Yeah, well, by us. Yeah. By the two men in a boat. Right. But we love it. I mean, we, you know, we try and strike that balance, as we like to say, between mainstream appeal and taking them seriously. Right. So we do, like, long reviews, long yeah. waffly reviews. Okay. Long form. Long form. Long form. <laughs> like, well, that's yes. the official term. Yeah, the longer, yeah. longer form is, okay. is obviously a chance yeah. to express your true yeah. artistry. Yeah. Not Tim Rogers long, but, you know. Um, I, I have a question, uh, what was it? Oh, yes. So when I was a journalist, uh, there was a lot, a lot of people were, uh, desperate to get their games in the mainstream media, in the papers. That seemed, they love it in the paper. that seemed like somehow it was worth like 10 times as much as getting a snippet in, uh, in, uh, PSM3 or, or whatever. Edge. Or Edge. Yeah. Even, you know, they were, you know, people went head over heels for papers. Is it right to do that? No, I mean, they get more coverage online. Mm. I mean, I'd... You see, when I was a journalist, they, 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 love it. they do exist. love it, though. They, they do. It. They're always they do. asking, can we get it in the paper? D- 
do they? Do they send you nice things? Yeah, what do they send you? Can we get in the paper? They send you girls. <laughs> What's the nicest thing you've been sent? Uh, the nicest thing. Oh, Nintendo sent me like a bubblegum machine. Really? For another code. That was pretty awesome. Really? Yeah, where, where, was that? where was that? Yeah, what, what did it you have know, in it? R- did it have bubblegum? Bubblegum, yeah. Rob really? sat in, your, in the seat where you all sat. This is Rob Saunders from Nintendo. Sat there uh, late last year and mm. promised. He looked me in the eye and said, <laughs> yep, I'll send you Zelda. Mm. No. Didn't. Same way, no as, um, same way as you got promised an Xbox Live subscription as well. Yeah. So what are you going to promise Simon <laughs> today? And will you come good on your promise? What do you want? I want to get what in the can paper. I offer? You want you want in the paper? I want to get in the paper. So yeah. So what's so what's what's the best way of getting in the paper then? If 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 people are, I don't know. Trouble is, we haven't really got any space. I they keep ask. They keep asking. Can we go in the paper? It's like. We don't have any paper. We're not allowed Simon, in it. Simon's name is really short. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's 11 characters. I will shorten it. You, in you want, you'd call me Cy. Really? No, you want just get the papers. But I find it's interesting because still people um, are keen to go in the paper, yet you get more readers online, don't you? Mm. Yeah. So, what is it? Is it because well, well, it's because they've got all the coverage online. Right. Of course. Why, you know, everywhere. Yeah. So they want people to pick up the paper and go, oh, look, it's the new mm. whatever. Do you um, in the in the, the Telegraph Towers or um, however you whatever you call them? Do do your uh, d- does your editor and whatever do, do they understand games or do they just think that you you are the kids messing around because we're kids messing around? Really, we love it though. Really, it's fine. What are you doing to change that? Uh, writing lots of pieces and going like me, please. Really, does that work? No. <laughs> But one day, the, you know, yeah. the, the, this, this, whoever it is who edits the Telegraph, I, I probably should know, but I Maybe it would be that dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> the dog man. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, you know, he or she will, will move on. It's definitely a he. <laughs> what, you, you've, I can, uh, you've checked, maybe he's been neutered. I suppose Sam is a gender-free name, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And you can only see the top half of it. Yeah, but it. you're right. <laughs> one day, you know, Sam will be in charge. Yeah, and maybe. What? Gamers will be in charge. Yeah, and then I'd love it if Sam was in charge. Yeah, come back. I think we've probably screwed up (laughs) your chances of getting anything out of that. Sorry. Yeah. Um, But uh, so most of your stuff goes online, does it? But yeah, you're 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 up there with the big boys breaking all the. You 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 get access to code early and stuff like that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. we try our best. Cool. So where can we find your your words online? Uh, Telegraph.co.uk slash video games. Cool. Pretty cool. easy, isn't it? Is it? You can't even remember our Twitter <laughs> account. Well, no, but if it was as easy as that, <laughs> I'd remember it. Derek. I tend to hate working Saturdays. It's a busy day which distracts me from my highly profitable internet work. It also means I have to interact with more of the scum of the earth that forms my customers. Most of them are still having trouble figuring out square pigs don't fit in round holes. I despair at their lack of basic understanding, their lack of culture, that is about the bacterial ones the games are usually covered in. I'm sick of being asked for Grand Theft Auto Ivy, FIFA 209, so oblivious to what lies in front of them that they will up through my PS2 games on the counter and say, ask for warriors. And I reply and say, have you tried the debut section? And they're like, oh yeah, there it is. I was arguing recently over games differing in prices. 
the guy was comparing completely different ones and complaining they were different prices. He'd seen a football game in town at a cheap price somewhere and wondered why Need for Speed Undercover was more expensive. They're still asking how much I will take for the games as well. I still correct them, but why do I bother? If there was a brain cell with that in the skull, it's probably already filled with the type of violent, hateful desires of the likes of those Edlington-based atrocities. There's plenty of aggression in them as well. It's fortunate that my counteracts is a suitably large barrier to them as they get furious if you don't offer them enough money. They act like it's some god-given right that they should get exactly what they're after. I dare say they'd be happy though if they had a game where you could simply push one button and get to watch someone suffer in a horrible, painful and bloody manner. That's entertainment. What they crave for inside. I'm Derek Williams and this is my hate-filled free market economy. Thank you very much, Derek. If you're a new listener to One Life Left, Derek is one of our longest contributors. I don't mean in length. <laughs> I mean, maybe he is. Do you think there's anyone who's longer? No, he is the longest. He is the longest. Uh, he talks about video games from the, uh, the comfort of his market stall in Doncaster. What is the name of his market stall in Doncaster? Ah... Uh. We should probably ask. It's probably, it's probably about they... tired four years. Yeah. <laughs> probably express an interest by now, shouldn't we? Um, he was moaning, well, wh- whatever it's called, he was moaning about the customers over the weekend, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, getting in the way of him browsing the internet. So, <laughs> there we go. so don't do that if you're in Doncaster. Letters. So... This week, uh, our, our little Twitter competition, uh, where we, we sent out some uh, subjects for you to potentially talk about. Uh, best letter, and Jonathan Smith, we're going to let you determine who wins uh, best letter this week. Um, wins two tickets to an event that Team One Life Left are going to. And actually, Tom's go- you, Tom, are you going to go as well? Oh, if you'll have me. Yeah, well, no, I, I, I thought I think you had your own independent invite. Um, uh, next Thursday night, the 4th of February, uh, we're going to be at the Apple Store yes, at 7 o'clock. Uh, for um, a, a celebration of Broken Sword. Uh, it's going to be like a chat show format, a musical performance, and there's going to be drinks afterwards, free drinks afterwards. Free drinks and Charles Cecil. Charles Cecil and Dave Gibbons. Mm. Uh, and the real Nico as well. She's she's coming out. Uh, so it should be fun. So you need to be able to get to uh, the Apple Store in Regent Street at 7 o'clock. Uh, but the winner of this week's best letter will be able to accompany Team One Life Left to drinks afterwards. Will it be this one? This is from Ben. He says, hello team and super special guest and normal guest. I've noticed that Steve keeps mentioning on Twitter that he has a game called Chime coming out soon. I'm worried that he'll keep mentioning Chime on air tonight in in an attempt to increase sales for Chime. But I suspect this constant repetition may actually prove to be negative publicity for what I'm sure will be an excellent game despite Steve being involved. (laughs) So, as Chime is for charity, could we have a Chime swears box where every time Steve mentions Chime he has to put £5 towards charity? If, it could, if you could arrange it for Steve to read this email out, then I mean that I'm already that already thirty pounds have been raised. Oh, oh, oh so close! Yeah, Steve, uh, are you doing a game called Chime? I am. You can read all about it. You're a gamer, can't uh, you? You can. It was all me, all my own work, just me, and it wasn't. Um, I just did something on it. Uh, you know, but it's good. It's good, good and it's Will coming it, out. It? It's coming out on the third of February. And, uh, yeah, I'm really, really, really excited about it because I think it's 
one of the first games that I've seen through from the start of production right through to now and it took ages and it's for charity for one big game and it's 400 uh, Microsoft points can charity spend points? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> I think those points go to. I'm, I think they go to. They can buy some avatars. Save the children. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. Won't we? yeah, uh, but but you know it's better than going to me, isn't it? I so, suppose so. Uh, and and more and, uh, yeah, more honest than um, what Bungie were doing. I found that very strange. You had to play Halo and then they give money. For however many, uh, I thought that odd. was pretty good. Did like, you? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the stuff they were doing. I just think, give your money. Don't make people play Halo. Well, yeah, you could say that about everyone doing this sort of thing. Well, you not, could say no, not you because you're giving your money to charity. Yeah, right. So right. You, what, you could say that about the the you know the concert uh, people the other night doing the benefit for Haiti. They could say, right. Bono, Beyonce, just give a few million quid and then it's done. But there's a publicity thing attached, isn't there? And if they get all of those gamers thinking about the thing, then maybe that's better than Bungie just on the sly giving some money. I think I think it's genuinely a good thing. Um, uh, I, I think it's a good thing to do. It's just a strange way of going about it. Tom, what letter <laughs> have you got? Uh, hello, One Life Left. I have Hi. a quite horrible confession to make. At your rather splendid Christmas party last year, there was a game-swapping event. And I decided to donate Tron 2.0. Oh, that's a very kind, isn't it? Isn't it very kind. Oh, very wait, kind. Oh, wait, what happened? I was in a bit of a rush, but remembered before I ran out the door to check that the game disc was in the case. Imagine my horror, however, last week when I discovered that there was a second game disc that I'd left one. <laughs> that I, I think it means I left at home. Right. <laughs> if someone received my attempt at the Christmas spirit and found to that I am in fact a hideous monster mm. I am so very very sorry and would like to somehow arrange for the unlucky recipient to get the second half of their game and that's from Chris W Chris W okay so if you've only got one half of Tron and you want the tr- sec- if you've got the true yeah <laughs> this is a bit of a like a romance isn't it, it? like someone that, yeah, found absolutely. one disc yeah, yeah, yeah. and someone found the other one like, and... it's like a Cinderella story yeah, isn't yeah. it Gamerella Gamerella put them together yeah. end up with a baby Tron exactly yeah. Jonathan I have a letter from Richard Perrin. It says, it's quite, um, it's quite difficult in tone. It says, Dear One Life Left, does the pressure of creating the best <laughs> gaming radio show podcast ever get to you guys? Uh, yes. Do you sometimes find it difficult to cope with being so brilliant? And handsome. Or do you and your wonderful guests just find it natural to be so consistently excellent? Mm. Thanks, Perrin. <laughs> P.S. I figured if my attempt to get hold of those tickets was completely shameless, I might stand a better chance. Well, let's see. Let's see. Carry on. <laughs> Steve. This is from Mr. Dom. He says, so. I like a letter that begins, so. so. Let's get down it's, to it's, it. It's a, so. Last night, me, my brother and a friend got together for a gaming sesh. Mm. Not sure about that. After game after game of fighting each other on some of the new titles on my friend's PS3, we realised that virtually no multiplayer games have bots anymore. We wondered why that was. Couldn't be because of technical issues, as the classic N64 game, Perfect Dark, could have up to eight bots. And that, he says, with an exclamation mark, was on a cart. Now we have hard drives and fancy Blu-ray and such, but still no bots. I think that kind of narrows the options and lengths of multiplayer games, offline ones at that. 
what are your opinions on this? That's, that's quite interesting, isn't it? I think we should go straight to Jonathan for that, who, who, who makes games. Well, I think you should play Left 4 Dead 2, which has got excellent single-player, multiplayer AI stuff. Do you think that's what happened? All of the bots went into Left 4 Dead? <laughs> yes, that's okay. what happened. Well, there you go. That's a conclusive answer, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, He's our, not winning. No. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our final letter um, was um, different oh, in great. tone, actually. Yeah. This is from Charlie Miller. Oh, my love is like a plastic brick that's anchored fast with studs. Oh, my love is like a mini fig made real in flesh and blood. I swear to thee, my Johnny Smith, with each and every breath, your games will live inside my heart till the last red ring of death. But the traveller must travel on and leave me feeling odd until <laughs> until the day he cures all ills with Lego Sweeney Todd. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's wonderful person. Thank you. It's Burns Night, isn't it? It is. Oh. I had haggis for lunch. Did you? Did yeah, you? it was delicious. Oh. Really recommend haggis. I, I'm a big fan of haggis as well. I don't it's really good. like it. Have, have you ever tried it? Yeah. Is it vegetarian? Yes. I'll have some tonight then. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Smith, who is coming with Team One Life Left? I'm, I'm incredibly grateful uh, for the one for me. Um, but I think this was a letter for the team, wasn't it? Wasn't that the challenge? Well, no, it's just best letter. Mm. Best mm. letter. Best letter. Mm, I feel I feel jury compromised, judicially compromised <laughs> by the, the the appeal to me. I think I'll take that one offline, and the prize is the one that didn't mention chime. That didn't mention chime at all. Yep. Uh, I think I've just screwed that up and put it in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to do that after I read out a letter. Uh, congratulations, Ben. We'll see you on Thursday, hopefully. Excellent. Uh, time. For, oh wait, no. First. Chime first. What should people do if they want to be in the letter section, the last oh, letter the section last of season one. five? You should email team at onelifeleft.com. Is that it? Uh, there's Twitter, yeah, etc. Yeah, keep an eye on Twitter for next <laughs> week's prize, which um, may well be, if we can pull it off, um, a, a night in the Sonic Room with Anne. It's Wika Wiki Wawa. Last week I participated in the Great Wikipedia Drama Out, a voluntary exercise in which editors engage in a five-day period of abstinence from drama at Wikipedia. Drama being described as the most addictive and yet cancerous aspect of the community. During the drama blackout, regular contributors to areas such as the administrator notice boards and other non-essential areas of Wikipedia cease working at those areas and instead work on article content. Yes, I thought, I'm fed up of being drawn into head-bangingly stupid arguments at the deletion boards and on my talk page. I'll give this drama out a whirl and do something constructive. So, how did I get on? My plan was to see what the first, and oldest, entry on the requested video game articles list was, and create it. It turned out to be for the 1991 Amiga game Brat, a sort of isometric action puzzle that uh, garnered good reviews at the time. Picking out quotes is the fun bit. I liked Stuart Campbell's comment, Beautifully programmed and with lovely sound and graphics, Brat is utterly ruined by a colossal misjudgment of character. After that, I wrote a section about action puzzle games for the Puzzle Video Games article. But as the week progressed, I found I couldn't sustain my enthusiasm for such contributions. I began to fall back to my old routine of scanning my watch list and reverting changes I didn't like. And on day four, I failed. I made a comment on one of the video game project talk pages. I couldn't help it. There was a discussion about the use of review score aggregation sites, and I had to make my opinion heard. It reminded me of one of the... XKCD comic strips. To paraphrase, I can't come to bed, someone is wrong on the internet. I am Duncan Timoney, and maybe I should just abstain from Wikipedia. Simon, I've been doing something. 
Really? Uh-oh. Is it time yeah. for that? Something, uh, something that had a negative impact on the podcast last week, and I want to apologise for it. Sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Because you were a little bit tipsy last week and you went <gasps> off on one. You know, I was a bit giddy last week. Yeah. I've listened back to the podcast. I was a bit giddy. You were aggressive. I was a bit stressed last week. I think the only one who uh, came out of it with any credit was You're, the, you're the only yeah. constant, Anne. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations. Well Thank done. You. So you were last week's uh, best more presenter. More either of you. Have you? Uh, yeah. You've certainly done more than me. Yeah. And I've done more than Steve. He keeps taking yeah, weeks off. All right, but how many good ones? <laughs> She's I've way definitely down. done more than Steve. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the podcast didn't come up until Friday. I out think, of days, well out of days. We all moved on. And crazy, yeah. some of the news that week was new on the day. So mm. by the time it got to everyone, old. Yes, uh, I'm really, really sorry for that. But the reason, there is a reason that I didn't manage to get up. And that was that I was recording a video. Right. Uh, for Global Game Jam 2010. In the shower? Hmm. Uh, Maybe. What's uh, Global yes. Game Jam 2010? Was there a so, 2009 one? Yes, there was. Right. Uh, and this is the 2010 version. New and improved. Okay. So it's a, uh, it a day, a weekend, players? where it does, right. uh, where people get together and they make video games in 48 hours. Sharp. And it's happening this weekend. Okay. They um, they asked me to do a keynote speech oh. for it, which is going to be sent to the uh, participants. There are 137 locations doing this global game jam. Well, are they going to make one game or 137? They're going to make more than that. They're going to be split into teams and all uh, all produced uh, video games, which they're going to contribute. Right. And then, yes, 39 different countries are going to get to there see a video. There aren't that many countries. <laughs> there are. Do you want do you want, do you want Anne to name them? Um. <laughs> France, yeah. <laughs> Spain, yep. Jamaica, Cuba. you could go on. Cuba, yeah. Um, Germany, Af- so Africa. All of them are going to get a video. You're in the video. Am I? You are in the video. Oh, because you filmed it in the shower. I of did. course I'm in it. <laughs> of course I'm in it. Anne's in the video. Oh. Really? Mm. What? Uh, can we? Can anyone see this video? The video will be online after after, after it's been nine shown. pm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be switched on and off exactly. the internet as the as the, as uh, the time zones go. Yes, it will be online. I think after this weekend, I'm going to put it up on Vimeo. I think oh. it's too rude for YouTube. It's you the shower thing. They have the put it on the red tube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but I think I believe you can still go and register if you want to go and participate. I can't make games though. Doesn't matter. I have no practical skills, and look at me. Right? How yeah. have you? I've got a game. This, I, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, you can go and register. There are ones going on in the UK uh, right. definitely, and in thirty-nine other countries. So if you're in one of those countries, I'm then please not. go look it up at uh, globalgamejam.org and go along. Register. And make well, a video game. That's certainly interesting. Also, and, and what you're ultimately saying, though, is that that is more important than your beloved radio show. No, what I'm saying, no. what I'm saying is that hopefully this, because there is a, you know, you're in this video, and in this video, there's a plug for the radio show website. Ah. Hopefully, this will Clever. drive listeners. Clever. And by doing this, we can maybe become, because there are, you know, there are game jams going on in um, in South America. We can become Brazil's what about Africa? most listened to radio show. I don't know. I'll look that up during Looking the next up. piece of music, and uh, and I'll have an answer for you. Okay. And you can think of more countries. Luxembourg. <laughs>
there's, there's, a, there's a game jam going on in Argentina. I've, I've been to Argentina. Argentina is the only country I've been to where the girl's been so attractive it's made me make noises out loud. No, what no. about what no. about when we went to Norway yeah, and we stood out on the Argentinian? We stood you. outside the Seven Eleven <laughs> looking at the girl who served there. <laughs> we stood there for about five minutes. Was that when David McCarthy took his top off? No, that was before that. Okay. It's when we woke up with a footballer on our floor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again. Go to, go to uh, Colombia. Right. Is it, is it safe there? Maybe. Venezuela. Ooh. Venezuela? Caracas? Have you not seen arachnophobia? You get five years in prison in Venezuela for playing violent video games or selling them. Really? So play. that's that's a tip to the Caracas Game yeah. Jam. Yeah, make Just some make violent. Don't, yeah. no, don't, make, don't make a violent video game. Don't get us in trouble. Don't make that what my keynote remembered for. <laughs> <laughs> Inciting revolution in a country. Actually, yeah. that sounds quite good, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Good publicity. Yeah. You are furious. You are invincible. You are possessed with the tightly focused rage of a man who has finally realised his own destiny and is prepared to destroy anyone who should stand between him and it. Nine years you've worked here. Nine years of selfless toil. Nine years of early starts and late finishes. Nine years of lunchtime spent eating drooping room temperature corned beef sandwiches over your keyboard as the Microsoft clock of doom forever confiscates the seconds of your life one at a time. In all this time, your manager has never thanked you. Your hard work has never been acknowledged. And now you've been overlooked for the sweet weekend trip to the Berlin Conference. Your rightful place instead being taken by the grinning, glad-handing boob Glynn, who only joined the company in the middle of last year, and just happens to be the son of one of your manager's closest friends. But that's okay. That's totally okay, because you needed this. You needed this experience to open your eyes to what a spineless, sleepwalking milk toast you've been all this time. That's totally okay, because now you have the opportunity to reclaim your manhood, to reclaim the balls that have been sitting in a tiny glass display case on your manager's desk for nine years. You tear into his office, fizzing with fury and contempt. He's on the phone and gestures at you to wait one, with a haughty extension and mid-air nod of his index finger. He looks up and flashes you what's clearly meant to be a disarming, this guy's talking my ear off and I've got no idea what he's going on about, grin. He makes an elaborate pantomime of fobbing off the person he's speaking to on the phone with a series of yeah, okays and good to talk to yous, eventually setting the phone back in its rest with a weary sigh and indulgent chuckle, before finally focusing his admittedly piercing and strangely kind brown eyes on you. At his prompting, you draw up every last reserve of courage and begin to haltingly, stumblingly run through your list of grievances only to be interrupted by your manager before you can even mention the Berlin Conference, or the nine years of loyal service and zero recognition. And before you know it, he's calling you by your first name for the first time ever, and referring to a piece of work that you did last year and how much he admired it. And you're melting, and you know he's bullshitting you, but you're melting anyway. Melting in the face of his overwhelming patrician charisma, his steady stentorian tones, his authoritative avuncular charm. You wish he'd cuddle you and you hate yourself, as he fills the air with empty, flattering lies, allowing you to fill the brief silences with your own nervous giggle, nodding earnestly as he speaks, your head bobbing deferentially as your damp underwear creeps ever higher into your bum crack. <laughs>
Before you know it, he's crushing your hand in his, his other hand in the centre of your back, leading you towards the door, making an indiscreet comment about one of your colleagues, a trusted friend, as your features split into a servile grin, teeth exposed, chattering and cringing like a supplicant chimp. And before you know it, you're stood on the carpet outside his office, still grinning and shaking slightly. You return home that night and spend some time playing duck hunt on your old Ness. It reminds you of simpler times and simpler solutions. Instead of pixelated ducks flickering across the screen, it's your manager's head. And then it's your head. And you know what to do. Time for the review section. Anne, what have you been playing this week? Ah, oh, right. Well, I played um, the demo for uh, Dante's Inferno. Also known as Dante's Inferno. It's a, it's a private joke, actually, between uh, Steve and uh, Steve and I. D- Dave McCarthy okay, gets very sigh. angry. Yeah, Stephen. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, because it's 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 not the correct title. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Sorry, carry on. Whatever. Um, it was really, really good. I had such a nice time playing it. What you suppose yeah. Is that the point of Dante's Inferno? <laughs> you have a nice time? Yeah. yeah. Um, so you are Dante and he uh, is fighting uh, in a crusade and then his girlfriend is stolen by... Um, How I nice. I didn't really figure out what it was. So basically he did loads of really bad stuff when he was crusading. And then he comes back and his girlfriend's like, oh, you come back to me, but you did loads of bad stuff. And then she, she gets taken away by like... the. Did you do the voice acting for this game? Yeah. (laughs) It's very good. Um, Also, she's totally naked in it. No, totally. Disgusting, yeah. And she has, like, uh, tattoos on her or something. Mm. Um, So she gets taken away, and then he has to go and fight loads of things to get her back. Okay, okay. Um, And anything else you want to pull out as a special feature from the game? Um, Oh, yeah, you get... uh, When there's loads of, like, souls that are around, like, that you get to kill, and then you get the choice of whether to um, uh, exalt them or punish them. And when you exalt them, you set them free, and you get good points, and when you punish them, you kill them, and you get bad points. What did you do? Um, Well, I, I used to go... I'll exalt this one. I'll punish this one. How would you? How would you? How would you judge them then? Uh, it's really on a case by case basis. Okay. <laughs> it's like how they came at me. If you know, if you're going to come at me with a bad move, don't I'm, be doing that. I'm going to punish you. <laughs> of course you are. If you just come like, oh, the cushion. Just wanted yeah. to have a chat. Then I'll be like, yeah. I'm exalting you. So yeah, this this sounds like a guide to how to approach you in a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, insulting you does mean putting a cross in your face, though. So just any, just 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 contact will do. Mm. Anne, do you see uh, they've done a novelisation of yeah, this? Yeah, I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and good. having played the demo, do you feel qualified to give it a score? Yes, definitely. Well, go on then. Uh, seven out of ten. Brilliant, Simon. Oh, 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 conflict. No, you. you I think there, no. I think there is going to be conflict because I think you and I are going to disagree on 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 this. Okay. Well, well. But in that case, we should do ours back to back. Okay. So we should do the guess first. Okay, go on. Tom. Oh, I've been very smug this weekend because I've been playing Heavy Rain. Oh! oh. <laughs> no, you haven't. Well, you've I just have. been doing household chores, have you? You've been washing <laughs> up. I did play the laying the table mini game. Making the bed. Oh. <laughs> I was told a... off by my wife because I like clink the plates. Oh, I, I hate mothers. it when you do that. <laughs> and then the way, and then did she leave you? Yeah, no. So, so I won't reveal what happens because that'd be very rude. What, it, so what it's happens shocking. If, you, if you clink the plates? Yeah. What if you clink the plates? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Game over. Terrible consequences. 
Um, right. So, what are you allowed? What are you allowed to say about it? Uh, I don't know. Actually. Right. Can I, I ask you some questions then? Is David Cage in the tutorial? <laughs> He's not. No, no, that's not such this a time. Shame. Not this time. Um, does it have like a bit in the middle that's totally rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it doesn't actually. No, right. it's Did pretty like good. All the it gets a bit daft, okay. a little bit, but not Fahrenheit daft. Okay, because that's just—it's not even daft anymore. What? What are the sexy scenes like? The sexy scenes. I had one sexy scene. It was right. not not that sexy. Does it have yeah. any like kind of digital kissing stuff? And it's like right. I can't do it on the radio. Does it have any awkward racial nice. stereotypes in it? <laughs> What's our favourite? So. No. My favourite David Cage-related thing that's happened this week was um, Supererogatory's yeah. uh, Twitter account. He's got twitter.com slash David Cage, which is fine, and he's done you know some nice David Cage pastiches on there. It's funny. And uh, unfortunately, they obviously weren't pastiche enough for one Italian website, which interviewed him as David Cage. So he... He did the interview, and they published it. They were brilliant. I can't, I can't recall them off the top of my head, but yeah, there was something yeah. like, um, there are, there are one thousand and twenty endings. <laughs> I can't pick my favourite because I made them all. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. You should go and uh, hunt that. They've taken down the interview now, but it's okay, definitely. Yeah, I think it's, it's backed up on his uh, Tumblr or something. So, so what score are you going to give it? Oh, seven out of ten. <laughs> mm, interesting. Bargo busting seven out of ten. <laughs> Jonathan. Hello. Hello. I've been playing One Versus 100 on Xbox Live. Oh. Have you played that? Yeah, it's not One Versus 100, is it? No, it's One Versus 4,600. Is it? <laughs> it's not as catchy. <laughs> Almost always. But, but, but the licence would have been cheaper. Yeah, I wasn't aware of the licence before at all. Right, that's because you don't sit in on a Saturday evening, do you? Well, I do now, because I'm playing One Versus 100 <laughs> on Xbox Live. And surely you must have won. Um, No. It's who not, so you? The game's obviously broken. It is flawed. It has bugs. <laughs> there are some people who are amazing at answering questions very quickly. Which ones did you get wrong? Come on, try us out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to buzz it? Oh, that was a terrible one. Um, who? How many years had Bill Clinton been married? Oh, I'm afraid you're wrong. Mm-hmm. We're to Hillary at some point. Oh. Yeah, some year. There's some year-related ones, and it gets harder later on. Right. But if you don't know, you basically you answer quiz questions against other people who are playing at the same time. And the exciting thing is that it starts easy. And it gets hard. So you answer the first ten questions easy and you build up a score multiplier. Mm. And you're going, oh, oh, this could be the one. I'm on a streak. I haven't got... And also you have to answer very, very quickly and not get it wrong in order to really be on the, on the leaderboards. And it's incredibly exciting. It's, mm. it's slightly slow and a little bit repetitive in some of the interstitial stuff. But um, the idea of beating people at knowing useless stuff is very compelling to me. Never been the one. Uh, you, I haven't been the you, one. Were you no, playing for no. real, uh, real prizes? Yes. What I were those real think prizes? They were Microsoft points to give charity. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Good. What score would you give it? I once came seven out of <laughs> 4,600, so I came seven. Congratulations. Uh, so I've been playing uh, Mod Nation Racers. And I've also been playing the beta version of Mod Nation Racers. That's, that's because as... Um, experienced drivers uh, we were invited into it or we, we were. were one of the first hundred thousand to uh, download it we were and um, yeah obviously it's not fair to um, review a are beta we, are version are we allowed to talk about it actually is that the terms and conditions because we had to accept some terms and conditions didn't we maybe we're not allowed to talk about it I'm going to talk about it it's a really terrible beta um, I don't think it's really terrible no uh, I think that it um, what it highlights is that actually to be to create 
tracks, you need to be reasonably skilled because the ones I ended up playing were just obviously what you would do if you were a child given a load of bricks. You'd just go, well, I'm going to put it here. And so every track that I ended up playing was left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, up, and, and the handling was terrible, the frame rate's bad. Um, I agree with that. The frame rate thing they've said they'll fix. Yeah, and, what, I and did... then, then we're going to put the gameplay in. No, I mean, frame rate issues and loading times are two things that you can fix late on in a game's development cycle. Right. So, you know, and it's a beta version, so you have to take them at their word. And when it comes out, you can slam it. Well, if, it I, if they I'm haven't not fixed play that. It again. You probably will. Uh, I can guarantee you now I will never play that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I agree that the, the handling did not... Um, excite me it didn't seem as fast or as you know that edge of the seat just got the cart in control thing i never got that from this right. game however i did spend about eight hours across the weekend designing things inside it going left right left right up down up down just that. uh moving stickers around on the on the character and and um making uh making my character look like a couple of memes on the internet which i can't repeat you can probably get them off me if you look at team stee uh, on PSN, and also I made one look like a mudkip, and really enjoyed it. Like I thought that the 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 um the the system used to design stuff was just quite cleverly done. So it's not a racing game for you, then it's a colouring book. No, it is. It genuinely is a tangram game. Right. Like you have a certain number of shapes, and you've got to arrange them to make things look. You know, like things on OCD. the internet. You're going to love the washing up bit in heavy rain, <laughs> aren't you? You're going to love it. I really, you're really, get them really, really, really clean, aren't you? No, that's not clean enough. No, I also thought that a lot of the metagame stuff, the accruing points, and seeing who's in the lead with these huge statues is really intelligent. Did you like designed. it in the hub when um, you were just kind of driving around and you'd accidentally clip somebody? So they would then, rather than going into a game and racing, they would just continue driving into you, going. <coughs> yeah, that I was thought me. That was, that funny. was me. Good. What, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. what was your avatar like? Oh, I didn't cry when I just went straight. Mm. I don't think it, it was yeah, you. I think it was all the antisocial. I don't think we've ever reached the end of that music before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to wrap it up. Anyway, um, I thought it was. Re- I, thought, I, I, I was looking forward to it. I thought the beta wasn't good enough, and therefore I'm not going to play it again. I'm certainly not going to buy it. Seven out of ten. What about you, Steve? Um, I wasn't looking forward to it. I had, you know, I don't really play racing games. Um, I thought the beta was interesting and i can't wait to see whether they fix the problems for the full version uh seven out of ten at preview stage obviously that score can go up or down yo yo so what's going on i'm here to review things as normal you were described in um one life left's internal communications as our top reviewer here we're gonna review for us today (gasps) one minute america's Top model. That's his full name, is it? Yeah. So it's a knockoff of America's next top model, is it? Presumably they couldn't afford the license for it? (laughs) What do you have to do in America's top model? Well, you get to, um, choose your every... So you get this grid, yeah, and it tells you all the days in the week. You get to choose what you do each day. All the days in the week? Yeah. Uh, Except from the weekends. Don't worry, people. Right, so it gives you five out of the seven days of the week. Yes, and um, what you do is you get you choose what you want to do, and um, well, my favourite to do is basically the makeup, because right. So that's teaching you that girls aren't naturally pretty. Is that right? Hi, it's, it's just because you're putting makeup on this girl, and you can do it any type of way you want to. Do you know what sort of makeup I like? What I like thick black eyeliner. Mixed with tears. Weirdo. <laughs> can, can you do that in there? Yeah. 
But then, but do you know what I don't completely like about it? What? Can the girls wear, uh, boots? <laughs> don't know. What, what don't you like about it? Because it's just like, um, there's this man, your boss, yeah, and you ask if that's okay and you've done your best. And he's like, that's not good. That's not what I'm looking for. That's not good at all. When you've tried your best and it's, that's really puts me off of playing that game. What it is, though, is, um, it's, uh, training you for the inevitable crushing disappointment that you'll get in your adult life. Yes, but I, I think maybe if you're a child, maybe you should... If you're going to go do, do that in your life, then you, you're going to go to a school to, to do it, aren't you? You're never going to be a model. Yeah, I know. No, I mean to, to create um, things, um, clothes, but, but... Although I don't want to, but... Um, Why not? I just don't, but... Um, the, the, but you don't have to be like that. We're just kids that are trying to do, just trying to play a game. Wow, that's nice to say. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, will that uh, affect your scoring of America's Next Model? Yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> so what score are you going to give it? <laughs> I wish I could give it zero out of ten, but as I've been told, I have to do it seven out of ten. Talia, our Thanks, lead Talia. reviewer, lead reviewer, mm. lead reviewer. Thank you very reason. much for your uh, for your review of America's Top Model. <laughs> God, we we've, we've rattled through that, haven't we? We have. We've only got about twenty seconds left to say okay. thank you to everyone. So, thank you to everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming in, Tom. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, follow Tom on the Telegraph website. Thanks for coming in, Jonathan. Huge pleasure. Um, and well um, done. It's well done. Yeah. Yes, you held the show together again. Another what's our Twitter show. account address? www.twitter.com slash one life left. And we will be back for next week's ultimate show. End of season party. End of season we party. We might invite some listeners. Yes. Okay, uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.